So as some some of you may know, Rollo May brings a a bell, Rollo May. Yep. He was instrumental in applying existential philosophy to psychotherapy. Activist theologian Matthew Fox tells of a time when Rollo had been invited to a talk show to discuss his newest book. When Rollo told them the title, My Quest for Beauty, guess what happened? They canceled the show. So when I chose this subject today, I said, oh my God, going to happen what happened to Rollo? Maybe nobody's going to come. But I am so happy that you are here. So Rollo explained that most people in our culture suppress their reactions to beauty because it is too soul-bearing. So the fear of soul-bearing, of depth of feeling, this distaste for showing emotion, for letting the body do what it feels and needs to do when it is under the spell of beauty, to me, is really tragic. For how can it be human to suppress our tears, our laughter, and our desire for human relatedness when we are deeply touched by beauty's presence? The deprivation of beauty in our physical surroundings, in this building, our homes, any place that we go, our offices, as well as in our minds and souls, has dire consequences. I, for one, become restless and even depressed when I had not been in nature for a while, or when I had not been in contact with some form of beautiful art for some time. I mind that happens to a lot of you, too. And I really get depressed, here I am confessing again, and become insufferable when my home is too messy. A little messy is okay, but too messy. When I let my surroundings be invaded by paper and books, when my clothes are in disarray, even when I dress in drab colors, all of these can and have brought me down. Little things, but you know. Sadly, this situation is all too common. Out of carelessness for our own well-being, sometimes unintentionally, of course, we deprive ourselves of beauty, of harmony and balance within and without. We make all sorts of excuses for how we cannot provide even an hour here and there to be in contact with that which brings joy to our hearts and nourishment to our souls. A prolonged deprivation of harmony and beauty, a a gradual increase in disarray and accumulation of cheap stimuli, for whatever the reason, could lead to boredom, to a sense of dissatisfaction, even to a sense of helplessness and despair. From there to depression, an escapism is only a step. Our affective and emotional lives could become shallow and our souls spiritually barren. The worst consequence of all of this is that we risk detachment from those we love 
and from the ultimate source of all beauty and delight. Unfortunately, we live in an environment that in many ways is conspiring to reinforce our personal alienation, alienation from beauty. Rabbi Heschel observes that modern society has stunted beauty and withdrawn from the sublime because everything has become utilitarian. And he pronounces this grave indictment. When humans look only at that which is useful, they eventually become useless to themselves. Fortunately for us here, we had first parish. Here we had covenanted with each other to be useful, to be a blessing to the world by welcoming all people to the celebration of life and by nourishing and serving each other, our community and our world. Today, as we have our communion with flowers, we are inviting all to the celebration of life we are nourishing each other's souls with the beauty of music, of poetry, and of these flowers. In silence, we contemplated, admired, and listened to our particular flower. I did. Did you have a great experience, or did you not feel much? Did you let your mind and heart be open to the mes message of your flower or were you unable to let go of judgment? Whatever your experience might have been today, no worries. Beauty is and will always be around us to be enjoyed. As Emerson wrote, no reason can be asked or given why the soul seeks beauty. Beauty in its largest and profoundest sense is one expression for the universe. God is the all fair. Truth and goodness and beauty are different faces of the same all with capital A. But beauty in nature is not ultimate. It is the herald of inward and eternal beauty. My wish for all of us is that we embrace beauty in whatever form we happen to encounter it, and that we appreciate it as the expression of the sublime beauty, source of all delights. My wish is that we show our gratitude for beauty by creating it everywhere we go and everywhere we are. Some of us might need to train our senses to see, to touch, to feel, to smell, to taste beauty. But like I said, beauty is everywhere. Like we know, a beauty is everywhere. We just need to become aware of it. Tishnat Han told us in the call to worship that the dandelion is there by the sidewalk, smiling its wondrous smile, singing the song of eternity. The wildflowers in the immense extension of the prairies and the gorgeous cultivated orchids in sophisticated nurseries, and for that matter, all the creatures and elements and humans, if we care to notice, 
are smiling their wondrous smile, singing their song of beauty. We just need to bow our heads and listen. And for those who might not even think of finding beauty in their bodies, and who does not have some part that we would like to change? I do. Kabir says, do not go into the garden of flowers. Oh, friend, go not there. In your body is the garden of flowers. Now, there is no denying that it takes courage and spiritual insight to recognize that in our bodies, no matter their shape, color, height, or ability, there is an innate beauty and gardens of flowers. Just smile in front of a mirror, and you will see the beautiful blossom your lips can produce, can create. See, look at you, smile. Look at all these flowers in those faces. I wish you can be here. Who could deny that we create beauty when we share the best in ourselves? However, it takes courage and generosity of spirit to share the beauty of our convictions, to let others know the depth of our feelings, to let others witness our human vulnerability. How did the rose ever open its heart and give to this world all its beauty? It felt the encouragement of light against its being. Otherwise, we all remain too frightened. In these short verses, full of wisdom, Hafiz tells us that to gain the courage needed to overcome our fear of offering all our beauty, all our humanness to this world, we need to feel the encouragement of the light. To offer our thoughts, our words, our actions, all that we can give to make a more beautiful world can be frightening. But with the warmth and strength drawn from the wellspring of our inner light, guided by the spark of divinity dwelling in us, as the roses do every time, we will be able to open our hearts and give all of our beauty to the world. I was in front of the old faithful geyser in Yellowstone Park. Had you been there? And I was there for the first time, not knowing what to expect. As the other many visitors surrounding, surrounding the geyser, I was filled with expectation and excitement, waiting for the big moment when all faithful will make his grand appearance. I could say I was in a trance, seeing the pulsating plume of water growing taller and taller and taller. And when all faithful reached its highest point, I was brought back of my trance by the thunderous applause of the crowd, many with tears in their eyes, just like I was. I still feel choked, remembering that moment. What a gift it was being in that crowd of strangers, sharing tears of joy and hearing their clapping as a spontaneous expression of reverent excitement and appreciation of beauty. That crowd added their human beauty to the already spectacular beauty of all faithful. Another example of the unifying power of beauty, this time on a massive scale, happened when humans could see for the first time the picture of Gaia, our planet, Earth, 
rising above the horizon of the moon. Do you remember that first time when you saw that picture? This experience, along with that of seeing the picture of the whole Earth, our blue boat, traveling in silent space, elicited in us the sensations of unity, of love and tenderness to our mother Earth. It also made us conscious that we are really all together wandering at greatest speed in space, safe in our beautiful home. Thomas of Aquinas said, Beauty establishes the integrity of things in themselves and also their participation in the whole, each in its own style, not with uniformity. Just like the flowers you hold in your hands, each unique with its own integrity, with its own vitality and beauty. Yet when they, are, when they were together in the buses, each added uniqueness, beauty, and integrity to the whole bouquet. Like those flowers we had gathered today in this beautiful bouquet of beloved community, each of us adding our integrity, our passion for social justice, our quest for unconditional love, and our caring for each other, for our community, and for our world. Individually and together, nourished by beauty, harmony, and love, we will conquer our fears of the unknown and of those different from us in color, abilities, sexual orientation and expression, culture, and theology. With courage and resolve, we will continue creating and growing the beloved community which honors each one's uniqueness while affirming and recognizing our interconnectedness and our need for each other. Individually and together, like the Hafiz Courageous Rose, we will ever open our hearts and give to this world all our beauty, because with humility and gratitude, we will allow ourselves to be encouraged by the splendid light shining within and without our beings. Amen, Ashe, and blessed be.